Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We have to give the fans a plan, and we have to make sure the fans understand the plan. Harris drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right, lands a right to the shoulder. We have to make changes. The players know that. They're aware of it. People want to be part of the process, and then they buy into the plan. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 
weekend. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Hope you had a uh, terrific weekend. Lots going on, lots to get to. An answer shortly? Who knows? This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. Lots to get to, including a... uh, Some of you got it, some of you didn't get it. That's all I'm going to say, man. You open with Sicario, what do you think? Hey, come on. Oh, that that film still kills me. Bouncing around last night. Uh, coming up on uh, today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the, uh, the Battle of Winterfell on Oilers Now. We'll get to last night's NHL playoff action. We'll have a conversation on where the Edmonton owner's general manager search is at. John Shannon from NHL Hockey at Rogers will join us. The Edmonton Oil Kings season came to an end yesterday. Massive overachievement to go three rounds in the playoffs after finishing dead last in the WHL last year. Beaten by simply a better team, Prince Albert, with the best goaltender in the WHL. I was there for both Game 4 and Game 6, and uh, PA turned it up a notch and uh, sealed the fate of the Oil Kings yesterday, but still a terrific year nonetheless. General Manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill, at 105 today. At 135, um, Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft. Condors have advanced the second round of the playoffs. They'll play the Anaheim Ducks. No, wait. Not the Ducks head coach yet. The San Diego Gulls in round two, Dallas Aikens. Former Oilers uh, head coach uh, going head-to-head against Jay Woodcroft in round two. So we'll get some updates. Uh, It was a real chippy, nasty game, number four, that uh, saw the Bakersfield Condors rally for four third-period goals. Again, hope you had a great weekend. Brendan, what'd you do? I was busy. I want to know what you did. What what, what does a guy in his mid-20s do on a weekend like this? I did. Uh, I spent probably the best part of the weekend catching up with some guys that uh, moved back from work placements, practicums, and jobs. So we got together and got the band back together, had some drinks out on the town. Uh, Saturday, my girlfriend's family lost the dogs, so we dealt with that, oh, unfortunately. Oh, and then, sorry. Yes, sorry to hear that. Hey, thank you. And Sunday was spent uh, tidying up the new apartments. We mentioned last week we just moved into the new one. So uh, not super exciting, but it was fun and sports. Did you catch any of Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s debut? Uh, Blue a, Jays little, a little bit. Has Drake already wrecked his career as well? Just uh, yeah, early indications. What is, what indica- is with the whole Drake thing? I do not get it. I don't. I don't get the music. I don't get why this guy is such a big deal. Like you know, am I am I completely out to lunch? I'm, I don't want to be that old guy. And to show you that I'm not that guy, do you want to know what I did this weekend? You know what I did? Sun, uh, Saturday at eleven fifteen in the morning. Avengers Endgame. Took Hudson and Tori, Kath, and we went to Avengers Endgame. Three hours. Spoiler alert. It was really good. That's all I'm going to say. It was really good. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. It was really good. Uh, and then you know what I did last night, big man? What do you think I did about last night? You know what I did last night. Wow. What do you think? What, what was on last night that was of significance out there? Oh, you watched Game of Thrones, didn't you? Well, Sicario was on, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, yes, I watched Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert, it was really good. That's all I'm going to say 
was as good a TV. I used to think The Sopranos was the best thing going, right? I, I got to tell you, I'm all in on the Game of Thrones. And I know there's lots of people out there that hate it. The amount of work that went in to shoot the battle scene, unbelievable. Seven straight weeks they shot that baby at night in Ireland. Wow. I'm not going to tell, you know, because we got people, I still haven't seen it yet, uh, you know. It's kind of like the guy that uh, goes and doesn't watch the game when it happens and then texts after once he's seen it, his thoughts. I always get a chuckle out of that, right? Anyways, I'm not going to say anything that happened other than, wow, what a very progressive show. I know there's blood and guts and gore. It was terrific television. I don't think, you know what, it was amazing. That's all there is to it. So, not all of you like it. Uh, this text comes in out of Red Deer. Totally agree. What is the deal with Drake? Like, I don't get Drake. The, the Game of Thrones, I get. I get the Game of Thrones. That's awesome television. Drake? I just don't get it. Meek Mill? Who? Drake? Like, what, what is this stuff? Come on, man. Uh, yeah. Battle of Winterfell had it going on. It's terrific, terrific TV. Avengers Endgame had it going on. Great flick. Go see them both. Awesome stuff. As we mentioned, John Shannon, 1235. Kurt Hill, 105. Jay Woodcroft, 135. Here's how you can reach us on our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. They've got Journeyman. They're a tribute to Eric Clapton at the River Creek, May 25th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And you can text us at 630-630 on Heartland Ford. Text line, don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. For the record... For the record, I'd like to know if people like The Sopranos or Game of Thrones more. If, you, if you're if you a fan of both shows, which show's better? Because for me, The Game of Thrones has been a better show. And it has nothing to do with the fact that Kevin Carius at one time named me after one of the characters on The Sopranos. Nothing to do with that at all. All right, again, you can text us at 6.30, This text comes in. Thanks for spoiling it, Bob. Now I know the episode is good. Uh, again, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. Tweet us at orders now. Uh, wow. You see the text that we got rolling in because of a tweet that Rod Peterson put out involving Ken Holland? Here's what I can tell you about the Oilers GM search at this time. It remains an open process, okay? That's all I'm going to tell you. John Shant, there, there's been some regular names that have been in the mix. So who are the three names? The Elliot Friedman, we, you know, the Kelly McCrimmons, the Mark Hunters, um, Ken Holland would make sense, I guess. Sure. We'll see how things transpire moving forward. This text comes to us from Wild Bill. He says, Stoffer, what are you going to do when Ron Hextall hits it out of the park with his next GM job? I'm here to tell you he is the man for the Oilers' job, yet there's no interest from the Oilers. And massive mistake by OEG. He's a top 10 general manager in the league. That one comes to us from uh, Wild Bill. Well, we're all entitled to our opinions. Out of Timmins, Ontario, stick to hockey, Stoffer. So let's get this right. A guy can't like Avengers Endgame, which it, has it not had the largest opening uh, week in movie history? I believe it has. Over a billion dollars in the opening week. Not bad. 
Those people all must be wrong on Avengers Endgame. The people that spent the money to go, you know, watch it. Game of Thrones? Yeah, no one watches that. Stick to hockey, Stoffer. You can text us at 630-630. Bob the Wire is a terrific show on HBO as well from Mitch and the Greater. Uh, Kelly says Game of Thrones, hand down, better than The Sopranos. The Wire, better than Sopranos, better than The Game of Thrones. Out of Red Deer, Alberta, hands down, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Bob, it's Rob. Sopranos all the way. Haven't even seen an episode of Game of Thrones. That's kind of like saying, well, this restaurant's better than that restaurant, but I've never been to that restaurant. Don't you kind of have to actually see the show to judge? I don't know. Again, you can text us. No spoilers, Stoffer. I just said both shows were really good. That's what I've said. I mean, I could... Spoiler alert! No, I'm not going to... Like, are we talking spoilers on Monday? Like, if you care enough to watch the show, wouldn't you have you watched it on a Sunday night? Spoiler alert. Oh, for you Oilers fans, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Game 6 yet of the Oilers playoff series against Anaheim, spoiler alert, Leon Dreisaitl does really good in that game. Scores three goals, has five points. Again, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. All right, just fun in you. I know the music opening was mysterious and eerie and deep and dark. Can't all be bubble gum and sugar plums and all that kind of stuff. Here we go. Let's go to our Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Work Where, where safety meets savings, serving Edmonton and now in Fort, uh, Fort McMurray. And, of course, online at directworkwear.com. Well, we're going to start with... Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who I took to win the series against Boston, getting a serious split in Beantown. Matt Duchesne, double overtime winner. Atkinson has it on the half wall right wing side. Gives to Jones. Back to Atkinson across. Panera with a one-time shot. They made rebound. And a score! And I got two words for you. Game over. Matt Duchesne buries the power play goal. And the Blue Jackets skate away with a 3-2 win and have tied this series at one game apiece. Actually, that was 19 words. Um, that, uh, Bob McGillian out of Columbus. Good guy. Dallas Stars Radio Network. Rupee hints with the empty netter as the Stars beat St. Louis. They'll play again tonight, by the way, but uh, that series tied 1-1-2. The Blues inside their own zone. Only have 10 seconds left. Played through center. Perron broken up. The Stars steal it away. A bit at the empty net will go in. Rope hints delivers the dagger. And the Stars have a 4-2 lead and are going to earn a split in St. Louis. Spoiler alert, there's that word dagger again. All right, uh, Carolina Hurricanes Radio Network, and they're great guys, the guys from Carolina, but I'm not digging this. I just I just want it stated right now. Okay? Are you watching how they're winning right now? Back-to-back games to open that series. Nito Niederreiter, game winner against the Islanders yesterday. As the Hurricanes, Tara Vinen looks to fire one from an odd angle. And Leonard had to be sharp there. Now it's kept in Jacob Slavin. Lays it off Tara Vinen again. They score! The Hurricanes come up big a minute five seconds into the third period. And Carolina goes up 2-1 to one as Tara Vinen wrists one from the top of the circle. And it looks like Nino Niederreiter gets the tip. And the Canes go up 2-1. to one. And because of the pontification of the fear the fin fan 
I'm cheering for Colorado over San Jose. I'm intrigued watching the avalanche. It's a sign of how quickly things can turn around for an NHL organization. Here's the final call in Colorado's 4-3 win over San Jose with the Avs Radio Network. Sharks win the draw. They throw it. On Philip Grubauer, steered to the corner. Johnson is there. Puck is loose behind the net. Abs reaching for it. Two seconds. One second. It's blocked out high. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, this series is tied at one game apiece. It was a slow start for the Colorado... There you go. That's Connor McGahey out of Colorado with the Avalanche Radio Network. And so here we are. Lots of other things going on. I uh, do want to mention the Edmonton Oil Kings again. Went to uh, Game 4, Game 6. Game 4 was the second of the back-to-back after the, the Oil Kings beat Prince Albert 5-1. Uh, I thought PA kind of sucked the life and the energy out of the Oil Kings in that game. Um, obviously didn't see Game 5, saw Game 6 yesterday. Brilliant individual performance from Trey Fix-Wolanski, who had one of the greatest shifts ever. Absolutely crushing hit. On Caden Goulet, who was the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft a couple of years ago, on the PK and knocked him off the puck and then went back to the front of the net and uh, ripped one home for a second of the game. So, But that's about as good as it got. 4-2 final score. And it's got to be stated, Brad Lauer's team, 22nd last year in the NHL, uh, change in, in general manager and in head coach, um, Randy Hanch, in fairness to him, at least 80% of the team is still his team. Brad Lauer's done a terrific job. Kurt Hill uh, bringing in some uh, some good veteran presence. They're going to have to replace some key guys. But uh, they had a great year. Excellent crowd at yesterday's game, too, as well. Uh, but, again, it comes to an end for the Edmonton Oil Kings. I don't think anybody saw the start of the year three rounds into the WHL playoffs. Highly doubt anybody felt that, that was going to be possible. Lots of exciting players to watch in the future. Matthew Robertson likely will be drafted maybe late first round this year's draft. Then we're going to have a scenario, Jake Neighbors, somewhere between 10 and 20 maybe in next year's draft, and Dylan Gunther likely to be a top 10 pick the next year after that. So three years in a row, the Oil Kings with likely first-round draft choices. Brendan, did you happen to watch any of the U18 championships on the weekend? I did not see it. I was uh, quite surprised to see Sweden take it down on home ice. Yeah, uh, they got a lot of, again, I... And didn't, to be honest with you, didn't watch the Sweden game against Canada. Watched Canada and the U.S. The Americans were way better. I watched the Americans and Russia. Still don't know how the Americans lost that game. The U.S. had the best team. Craig Button said yesterday from TSN that the Americans could have five forwards go in the top ten. That's how good. And they had their full. I mean, think about it. Canada didn't have Bowen Byram. The Vancouver Giants likely to be the third player selected in the NHL draft this year by Chicago. They didn't have Kirby Dock, who's certainly going to be a top eight pick uh, for Canada as well. Simply put, the U.S. was really good. And yes, the Edmonton Oilers drafting at number eight. There's going to be several American players right in their wheelhouse. We all know Jack Hughes is going number one. Well... Alex Turcott, son of Alfie Turcott, played for the Portland Winterhawks, 1983 Memorial Championship team, a Memorial Cup championship team. That's a team that John Cordick, who, of course, has long since passed away. He was part of that team as well. Uh, Alex Turcott, probably four, five, six in that range. Trevor Zegras, probably six through eight. He's a center as well. Matthew Boldy, a winger, left winger, probably seven through ten. And then diminutive Cole Caulfield, you know, Games changed. That guy could score. He found holes. 
he's going to be, I think he's going to go in the top eight. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if he's gone before Edmonton selects. And that's going to be a storyline during the course of uh, this uh, next six-week stretch for the Edmonton Oilers. All right, that's a look at uh, head on the juniors. American Hockey League, obviously. We'll f- I'm not sure if we got an update yet on Cooper Marodi. got drilled by Mason Gertzen. Mason Gertzen, I thought Gertzen was out of Sherwood Park for some reason. Maybe somebody will correct me via text. Uh, Tim says, Bob, he texts us on our Heartland Ford uh, text line. Bob, I'm with you on the Colorado thing. They're fun to watch, no question about it. Uh, and another text going out of Smoky Lake. U18, World Hockey, what happened? Well, Canada never sends their best team. The U.S. does. And frankly, the, the Americans should have beat the Russians. They just they picked a bad day to not have a very good power play. Against Sweden, by all reports from neutral observers, Canada got screwed in that game. That's, I mean, Canada lost 4-3 to Sweden. Americans lost 4-3 in a shootout to uh, the Russians, and then Sweden beat Russia in overtime. The Americans had the best team. They had the most talent. They were surprised they didn't actually win the tournament yet again. All right, 12-24. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For when we come back, we'll go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yeah, just some clarification for you. Uh, Mason Gerritsen with the initial hit. He is from Sherwood Park, by the way, on Cooper Marody, and then followed up by Kale Kessie, who the Oilers traded the rights for Tobias Reeder to once get, and Kessie's now currently playing. It was a nasty, ugly game against Colorado. To NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Just one game in the NHL tonight. Game three between the Stars and Blues down in Dallas. That series tied up at a game apiece. Hurricanes goaltender Peter Morazic day-to-day with a lower body injury. He did leave game two against the Islanders in the second period. They also lost uh, Saku Melalainen, who had surgery on his hand. Trevor Van der Riemsdijk having an MRI on his shoulder today as well. Stars also making a move, signing Swedish free agent defenseman Emil Juice to a one-year entry-level contract. 25 years old, put up 22 points in 49 games in the Swedish Hockey League this year. Undrafted, but did play for the Swedes at the 2013 World Juniors. As mentioned, Hockey Canada naming that 22-man roster for the World Hockey Championship. Some headline names, Mark Stone, John Tavares, Matt Murray, Thomas Shabbat, and Sherwood Park's Carter Hart to go along with the Oilers' Darnell Nurse. U18 World Championship, just talked about it. Uh, U.S. and Jack Hughes knocking off Canada 5-2 in the bronze medal game. Hughes combined uh, 32 points, so that's last year and this year. That passed Alex Ovechkin's all-time record set back in 2002-2003. Sweden beating Russia to win gold on home ice. Bakersfield knocking off the Colorado Eagles in four games in their opening 
round playoff series. 5-2 win on Saturday. Second round with the San Diego Gulls starts in Bakersfield on Friday and Saturday. WHL final features the Giants at Prince Albert Raiders. Brooks Bandits, Prince George Spruce Kings over in the Doyle Cup. Uh, Brooks going up two games to one in the first three of that series. Game four Wednesday in Prince George, Bob. We'll get uh, back into the conversation a little bit more on uh, the Oilers GM search with uh, John Shannon at uh, 12.35. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.